Welcome to Cooperville. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. It is the Welcome to Cooperville podcast and uh, live stream Twitch sessions uh, from quarantine. I can't wait for this one. Uh, these are maybe two of my favorite people, if not in the world, then in, in Nashville. But we'll get to them in just one second. Uh, do have to say huge thanks out to Midwest Meals, MidwestMeals.com, meal prep, all that stuff. You know, I've talked about this for the last year on this podcast. It's really what keeps me as now a single dad uh, from doing dishes every single minute of every single day. Meals delivered to you. All your macros are counted on there. Check out MidwestMeals.com with 13 rotating meals and promo code COOPER for 10% off your first order at MidwestMeals.com. Violent Gentleman Hockey Club, ViolentGentleman.com. We got that 15% off deal going on because we know you're all missing out on the hockey season and the sadness is overwhelming, but at least you can represent with uh, Violent Gentleman gear. Their ladies line is fantastic. Their enforced social distancing line uh, is even better. Those guys are always on point. They're always pivoting and making uh, great articles of clothing and gear and stickers and cool stuff. So check it out at violentgentleman.com, promo code Cooperville15 for your 15% off that order. And Monster Energy, of course, as always, proud sponsor. I have a 10-year-old who's full of energy. I ran a half marathon today for some reason this morning. I'm not sure why, but it happened. And now I'm doing a live stream podcast. There's plenty of monster flowing through my system right now. So monster podcast, always use that hashtag when you're jumping on board here on Twitch. Otherwise, uh, when the podcast goes live, uh, throw that hashtag down on the socials as well, because um, then they love me more, which is which is a great thing. Uh, like I mentioned, two of maybe my favorite people in the world together, united, <laughs> at least in two of my favorite people in Nashville. <laughs> well, that really narrows it down there, Coop. We love you That's back, I know, I know like a handful of Nashvillians. Are you Nashvillians? Is that is that the word? What's the appropriate terminology for folks that live in Nashville? Nashvillian is right. Nashvillian? Oh, no. I just called them the Nashvillians. Nashvillians. That's, that's it's Nashvillian. <laughs> it does. I'm a Nashvillian. Oh Ooh, God. wow. Ooh, she, there's... She's all hard. <laughs> COVID has made Jessie hard, Coop. <laughs> well, she's like, got... She, She's got those black eyes. You know, she's got the, you know, it looks like she's got devil eyes going on there. Okay, now we can see the whites. She really has braids in her hair. She's shanking people. You know, she's she's gone hard over COVID. Yeah, it's the real deal. Man, things are rough down there, man. We gotta we gotta get this thing cleared up so we can get back to less shanking. We started calling her Bobo, you know, it's a prison name. No. can't even go along with this anymore because if anybody comes on here and they're like oh my god we're watching some crazy girls shanking people i don't want to be a part of this the black guys the black guys gave it away or or they do um or or maybe 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 they do maybe they're into that which if you want me to be your shanking girl i will no i'm just kidding (laughs) we just entered a whole brand new kind of live stream you know i think there's uh (laughs) We're gonna set up a PayPal uh, or some sort of account, and we can maybe maybe not PayPal. That may be a little too over the table. We need to find some. And then, and then like my like my mantra will be thank you. Sh- Ooh. Shank, <laughs> you <very much>. wow. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. T-shirt idea. 
Here we go. It's already. <laughs> no. If you don't have a notepad and a pen like next to you during this, I mean, there's going to be so many great ideas that that come out of this thing. I can't even. I can't even begin. That's right. We might as well work for Apple R and D, bro. All right. <laughs> Coming up with great ideas everywhere. Paying bills. That's all we're doing here. Uh, Jess Lee, Steve, Virginia. Uh, how are you guys doing? I, I I miss. I talk to Steve all the time. Jess Lee and I like you know. I just well, I just comment on like I have that I have that same belt when she puts a picture on on Insta I'm like I have that same belt it's cool yeah I know we're always matching we just can't help it basically twins <laughs> um, I'm doing well I was actually coming on here worried about you guys over there because last time we spoke we had a tornado in our area mm-hmm. and then now there's a tornado in New or was a tornado in New what's going on with that are that, you okay I'm. I'm good. Um, that, that is a eerie coincidence. I was thinking about actually last night as it was happening, sure. knowing that we had this coming up. I'm like, the last time before Jess Lee and I spoke on a podcast, uh, Nashville got hit really hard with a tornado. And then as my son and I are down in the basement and he's like geeking, freaking, and I'm like, hmm, there's something with every time we get on a podcast that bad weather happens. I don't know. It was weird. I was like, I got to make sure he's okay now. And like, what a coincidence that like, literally it was like, it was like either a day or two after that, that I keep, I always want to say hurricane. Gosh, I'm such a Florida girl. girl. It was like two days after the tornado hit. And then when did it come through your guys's area? Uh, Last night. Oh my gosh. We had, uh, and it was really weird. I mean, up here and and maybe it's, it's similar down there. If we have like a really hot day, then, you know, the storms Mm -hmm. start to spur up. You get that humidity in the air. Yesterday was like, it was cool all day. It rained. It was kind of, I don't know, a, a, just a regular gloomy summer day here. And then all of a sudden, the afternoon, things started to fire up. And we had we had one touchdown about three miles west of us and then another one that touched down a mile away um, right by the oh. lake over here. And uh, wow. And when it, once it passed us, it, like, beelined right for Kadat, which is where, which is where Country Fest is held uh, every right. summer, except for this one. But um, the grounds are fine. I know they did. Uh, that town did get hit pretty hard. There was some. Uh, they were not allowing people into the city uh, because power lines were down and trees were down. Um, so it was uh, a pretty hectic scene up there uh, today. But I, I feel like it's the same. Like Nashville and Wisconsin, and I'm sure other places in the country. When you have those kind of things that happened, uh, like the community just over and mm-hmm. over and above. I mean, there was, I saw yeah. pictures of people out with chainsaws, cutting trees out of people's homes and, you know, carrying brush off. It was, uh, no, it was uh, really, you know, it's, it sucks that tragedy, it takes tragedy for, you know, you be able to see the good and human beings that are is still out there. But, uh, but no, I, I think everybody was safe. Uh, just, you know, they'll build, it's, rebuild. It's kind of that small town mentality in, mm. in the, in the South. It's the same as, as in Wisconsin, oddly enough, when I've, I've played in Wisconsin more times than I can count played music up there. And, and this, there's a similar mentality up there, like far North as there is down here where everybody's very, very pro community and mm. pro each other and, and uh, very helpful. It's, it was that way up in Michigan too. And so, yeah. you know, it's, it's, there's probably a lot more, uh, similarities to the areas than we think, you know? you know, I mean, I think tragedy for a lot of people is something that, especially when, it, when it's something that affects such a huge mass of people, mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of almost unites us in a way, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, it doesn't matter. Like you, 
when, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter what you have. Like mother nature is always going to win. There's always a force that's going to be bigger than all of us that unites right. us together. And you, you're never going to be able to ex- escape that, you know? And I think sometimes like when tragedy like that hits, it reminds people of that. And they're like, Oh shit, we need to all be in this together and, and fix this. Cause that's the only way we're going to be able to get through it is as a unit, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah. 100% agree. And I think, you know, when you, not to like correlate like movies with this, but when you see like global things that could happen theoretically on a global scale, like let's say an asteroid was headed directly towards Earth. Like at what point are we like, hey, we're all good. Let's figure out this. And then we can, right. get, then we can get back to our own shit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I agree. You know, it, it it's funny how it does take things like that to make people realize that the things that they complain about are really, really pretty insignificant. Yeah. And so, you know, I, it, it was like that around here, too. Was, uh, you know, as soon as a tornado happened, everybody was helping each other out. And they were in each other's backyards, pulling trees out, and cutting trees down and, mm-hmm. you know, helping helping everybody do anything they needed. And, and so, you know, it does tragedy does seem to bring out the best in mankind. It's a shame that we can't act that way, like all the time. You yeah. Know? Why can't it be Christmas time all the time? That is true. Christmas in America. Could be Christmas in America all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's and Christmas tragedies. Those are the best when we get the best people. <laughs> that's the second song that you're coming out with. Oh, it's second. a follow-up. <laughs> Christmas in America all the time. Remix. Ooh, I like it. Or, or if we're talking about like United People, I could do tornadoes in America. <laughs> <laughs> I find that offensive. <laughs> of course, of course you do. Of course you do. I was just, I was just about to write down some lyrics there. I'm like, ah, keep going. Who no, likes it? Like, Hold on a second. Yeah. feeling it. I like to offend people. Uh, uh, uh. He's feeling it. <laughs> I am because you know it, it with with the way okay. that this with the way that this year has gone, people want Christmas to start in September. They're like, you know, get, put the tunes on, put the lights out, like give me something happy. Yeah. So absolutely. It's funny that you mentioned that because we were thinking, okay, well, what's next? And you know, I'm thinking asteroid, I'm thinking mm-hmm. something crazy like that. So I read this news article the other day that scientists have successfully engineered a T-Rex embryo <laughs> from a chicken. And this T-Rex is literally going to be born. And so literally, who had dinosaurs for July? Like who had Jurassic Park for I July? was just gonna say didn't we learn didn't we learn this like don't mess with the dinosaurs i feel like if you want to know the truth i feel like movies i've come to the conclusion that movies are like warnings for us humans (laughs) like independence day Mm -hmm. i swear it's gonna be a matter of time before aliens actually show their face and then jurassic park that was a warning of what would happen if if we started inventing dinosaurs now look and let's be real. That, be Jurassic dude, Park this that dude spared no expense. If they made a dinosaur in Tennessee, it would be some hillbilly dinosaur park. <laughs> right? There would be dinosaurs running all over this city. Be like, like Tiger King meets yes. Jurassic Park. You'd exactly. Like T Rex King or yeah. I told I told Steve if that happens, we're going to Italy, and I'm just going to be the biggest country music star in Italy at that point. I don't care. The question, the question I had was <laughs> slash wine connoisseur. Yeah, exactly. You're going to make a dinosaur, right? Yeah. Let's make the biggest, scariest, man-eatingest dinosaur possible out yeah. of all the dinosaurs. Let's make that one and release that one in the wild and mm. see what happens. They saw the 
they saw the commercial of how you can give chickens arms now. Yeah. And they were like, it looks kind of like a little T-Rex. Let's make a T-Rex. You couldn't, you couldn't make like a little arms. Who just eats trees. Yeah. Right? You, couldn't make, you couldn't make an omnivore dinosaur. You, you had to make a carnivore. You couldn't make a freaking triceratops who just walks around with his big horns and eats plants. You had to make the biggest, scariest, man-eatingest, elephant-eatingest dinosaur I'd more, possible. I'd be more scared of a, of a, a raptor more. Well, he's not the biggest, though. No, I don't care about the biggest. A raptor, dude, they... Clever girl. No, ra- learn, see, yeah. raptors work in teams, though, as we learned in Jurassic yeah. Park 4 with uh, what Chris Pratt. You know, they work in teams. Yeah. So exactly. if you only have but, one, they're just, they're small. And you could probably, like, people who have raccoons as pets. Like, it's fine if you have right. one. Right. But if you are the Star-Lord, you can train... <laughs> You can train them <laughs> until they make the biggest, scariest, ugliest one that eats everybody. And then they all listen to that one instead of you. And then everybody's screwed. We're all screwed anyway. In that movie, they were opening doors and stuff. Yeah. Like, we're done. Yeah. That's exactly right. They haven't built that type of fortress yet for that half chicken half t-rex yet you know he's like he's like just in a lab somewhere you know they probably have like you know the finger code to get in they haven't they don't have the big you know slam doors you know triple lock they don't have that yet meanwhile chick-fil-a is like hmm, we only need three of these to service <laughs> three of our restaurants for hmm. the year do you want to try the new t-rex dude that is funny they're giant chickens running around with t-rex teeth <laughs> this is how he man- this is how humanity ends. That's that's the sad part. And exactly. what happened? Wilman, that gum giant chicken with T Rex teeth came and ate my uncle. I don't know what happened after that, man. <laughs> it'll it'll be all over. Everybody will just be going like this. Oh, yeah. oh there he goes. Oh is he coming toward I think he's coming towards us. Tragic ending. Everybody's face from like this. You won't see their face. No. And yeah, that's Chewbacca. I'm sorry. It's sorry, right, dude. What hey, can I do? Uh, she I, hates it. I'm with you. Yeah. you. Not not a Star Wars, not a Star Wars aficionado there, Jessely. I'm not. I'm I'm gonna be so real with you. I've not even seen one. I started it and I just couldn't do it. I don't know why. I just Star Wars and Star Trek and those like those types of things, mm. everything else I'm down with, but like I just can't do Star Wars. Well, this is this has been a fun chat. I like to say thank you, guys. Let's uh, no, I'm I'm kidding. I, I, he loves it. Don't let her speak for me. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. I, every day I wake up and I go, "You will love Star Wars," <laughs> and it doesn't work. She's too. She's too. Use the force. She's too dark side, bro. I can't turn her. You will love Star Wars. Not she didn't. You didn't even get her into the Mandalorian because that I think tried to at least you know. Make it not Star Wars, but like totally with Star Wars. Right. Like, hey, it's. Gotta be real with you. I haven't even watched that show. Yeah, I thought there was like a new one. I don't. I don't know why I haven't watched that show yet. But Mm. I haven't watched that show yet. We've watched other things, but not that show yet. (laughs) Mm. I'm not holding you back. We have two TVs in the house. Bet you. (laughs) We just got the second. Got all the episodes of The Bachelor in, but we missed out on the Mandalorian seven episodes. I'm not blaming anybody here. (laughs) Okay, but I don't watch The Bachelor. I actually, I only watch Chopped. (laughs) <laughs> and, and 90 Day Fiance, which is actually really. I actually did get. Okay, so that was something that happened by accident. I love shit TV sometimes. Mm, like, you just best. need to see people. Like, you know what I mean? 
So one day we tried out 90 Day Fiance and it it had us rolling. Like yeah. we were just laughing. I just can't with some of these people and the choices they make. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy I've made the choices I've made in my life. There are some of those people, man. There's one person that was like, so uh, why are you having so-and-so move over here to uh, Kazakhstan? And he goes, well, I, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes, well, I love her. I love her. And we're like, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, dude, this lady's screwed. No. This is, uh, uh, shit TV is actually the reason the aliens haven't shown up yet. They're like, I agree. Because they judge and all I, of us. And I can only take so much of it. Like, he and I will watch an episode or two and be like, okay, that's enough drama. That's enough, like, anxiety. And then we turn on, what is it, uh, Chopped and Cutthroat Kitchen. And then... I, and then I usually... But I'll be honest, Coop, I'm a reader. I'm a reader. I'm, like, one good. of those people. It's it's a lot of stuff, too, like, movies and stuff for me. Um, I've, I've There's certain movies that I've been able to enjoy, but I'm not, like... I wouldn't call myself like a movie goer. Like mm -hmm. I'm not like I need to watch a movie and he's been with me and we've maybe watched, yeah. we've been together for like, for almost two years and I've maybe watched two movies with him like That's ever. True. It's a good pace. You guys are so on pace I'm here. Just, I'm like, a, yeah, I'm a reader. I will, I'll like to, I'll, like if it on free time, if I have it, it's reading, it's like listening to good podcasts um, and, you know, and also writing and songwriting and stuff. And, mm -hmm. but like, I don't know, I've just, I'm also, I'm also weird. Cause I think that <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. That's too deep state. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't. No, no, no. no. That's, that's not, not how this works. This. I can't. It's too deep state. I can't. <laughs> no, no, you, you don't, you don't walk so, us to the edge of the platform and then go. <laughs> Let's just say she loves the conspiracy stuff. As oh, we I am. I think that movies are, are so subliminal and that, that, Hollywood is a very bad scene. That's all I'm going to say. So I've kind of over you. the years, like, I used to watch it, a lot of movies when I was a kid. Um, and then over the years when I started to become a teen and I started to like put some of this stuff together and realize some things, I've just stepped away. Yeah. Um, and, and it's mostly my choice. It's just kind of like, I just feel like you are what you surround yourself with. And like, I just love to be around things that I know I'm getting good messages from. And I'm not being like poisoned subliminally. <laughs> so. I guess that means I'm wine and donuts. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's me. Wine, wine and donut guy. Yeah. Bring me a bottle of wine and some donuts, and yeah, I'm in. Right, hundred percent. Just put the donuts over the bottle of wine, and you drink the donuts while you you drink the donuts. You drink the <laughs> wine while you eat the donuts off the bottle. <laughs> Here's. That, I think that's really why. That's an idea. I I was just going. I was. In my head, I was like, you know what? There's something Don't there. I mean, this is America. We yeah. can sell that. That's <laughs> we true. can sell donut and wine night. Like, actually, that'd be a cool like that'd be a cool thing at a restaurant to like have a bottle of wine and then you pair your donuts with it and they just put them right on the the bottle. Donut. donut they ring them, you had some they ring them around and then that's like that's the thing. That's a good idea. Donut pairing. This this is where this is where we've come to in life. We're just like I like it. Let's make it a thing. I mean, I'm sure you know. <laughs> it would sell out here in Nashville. You they can't not have they it do thing. like corn dog not. pairing with beer or something. Yeah. So is that yeah. true? Yeah, we went to it. Did we? Yeah, goon. I don't remember that. Oh my god! <laughs> Apparently, the beer was good. It was amazing. <laughs> Apparently, corn dog was. I drank too much of the beer and didn't eat enough of the corn. We had a dogs. good time too. <laughs> right? There's pictures somewhere. I'm sure. 
I'm sure I was probably not wearing pants at the time. <laughs> Just like on every Zoom call, except for today. Oh my God! Yeah. I feel like, I, I do feel like that. I am I'm on some sort of level with you guys that you told me that right off the bat as you as the phone as the call came through. Like it's okay, I got pants on today. Like, oh, yes. yeah. Good to see you too, Steve. Good to see you too. Right. Yeah, no exactly. worries, Coop. I got on the pants just for you, pal. Just in case I have to stand up for something. Yeah. Just in case. I will say my very first Zoom call, I couldn't find any pants at all <laughs> like none anywhere we hadn't done laundry forever so i put fault. on i put on the longest hoodie i could and came in here and just angled the computer up and sat real low so i made sure that nobody saw my action and i literally <laughs> sat embarrassed in one of our kitchen table chairs and had my first zoom call oh my God. I, I tried that same line on a date recently it didn't work out yep. <laughs> that was a graphic design client though. that had nobody, nothing to do with any kind of music business. No, that was. <laughs> well, that's. I, I guess that's better. No. And now they're all going to be like, "Man, no. does that mean that Steve didn't have any pants on?" No. Before? <laughs> no. I, I, I did try. I did try that. I don't. I don't have any clean pants line. I tried that on a date recently. It didn't work out. It was like. No, yeah, dude, just that, ended. That's, not a time when you can use that line. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I sorry. didn't have any clean pants. You're not a very responsible, <laughs> almost 40 year old podcast host, are you? No, I'm not. I host a podcast and I'm 40. <laughs> what do you want from me? Man, I've been too busy podcasting. I didn't have a chance to wash my pants. Well, I mean, does it really matter if you can't see down there? <laughs> It really doesn't. Like, I could be lying to you this whole time, deep state style. Like, you could really, let's be real. You could be saying that you're wearing pants right now, Coop, but you're not. And we're just going to believe you, but we don't know. Because we have that we have that level of trust. Right. Or do we? But we don't know. <laughs> you could be rocking it right now with no pants. Could be. It, I, I've seen... Uh, and I, <laughs> new, I haven't seen. Uh, but newscasters sometimes will not wear pants. I hear. So, I heard that. Didn't, yeah. didn't you just get busted for that recently? Yeah, because I think he was doing... He was at home. They were doing a live shot. Uh, from him at home, and he was oh my god, not the camera angle because he couldn't see because he couldn't see the feed coming back. He just had the camera set up, and it wasn't zoomed in enough. wasn't zoomed oh wasn't zoomed god. in enough. That's it, not out in. Yes. Oh no, he wasn't yeah. zoomed in enough. <clears throat> there was another. <laughs> there was another one uh, newscast where uh, it was a female reporter, and she was in her house doing a, a broadcast, and her husband was behind her getting out of the shower. Like the, oh, no. the door oh, no. opened up and it was, yeah, they cut to commercial. I think that was the the line that came out. Yeah. That's wow. awful. Dude. Now imagine, that's bad. That's embarrassing. Imagine being that guy because he didn't intend to be completely nude on television. Aww. He was just like getting yeah. out of the shower. He's like, oh, maybe my wife is practicing. Oh, here's my penis. Big I'm stretch. not going to lie, though. <laughs> Big stretch. Oh, I oh. will say, as a couple that like works together and stuff, that's really awful communication. Like, he would Seriously. know. Like, when I have like um, an interview or something, then again, we do the, we do the same line of business. But like, still, like, I feel like if Steve didn't even work with me, I'd be like, hey, hey, babe, I have to do this tonight at this time. Like, right. Keep your pants on. It's just odd that he didn't know. And what a weird choice. Just like, what a weird choice of like, why was she doing, why was she like aiming where the shower was? Right. Oh, well, the shower is the perfect backdrop to my, <laughs> to my video. I think, well, I, I, used it. I think it was the door, like the door was behind her and then it opened. I think that's how it oh, worked. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So, so you didn't see his tally whacker. You just saw like from here up. Not not from the clips that I did not Even dive really into to find the whole thing. I would have totally covered myself. <laughs> oh, <Come on. laughs> do do the do the full full towel look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so what basically what we're getting at is COVID has driven everybody crazy, and I was thinking about <laughs> as as the tornadoes are rolling through last night, and I'm uh, not worried about them. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to chat with Jessely and Steve tomorrow. I should. Oh, is my child okay? Yeah. I was thinking that we when we talked, so we we chatted like a couple of days. We were supposed to talk the day after the tornado hit in Nashville, and we postponed it obviously because that's what it was. Yeah, was we, we postponed it a couple of days. But even yeah. at, but when we spoke, it was a lot of it. We did talk about the tornado, but it was we had, you had a lot of huge things on the horizon. You know, we were talking about the new song, and you know, Steve was kind enough to send me over a uh, an MP3 to listen to it beforehand, and I was like. Dude, this is like, this is it. This is the, this is the launching pad. Um, Thank you. And then, like, fucking COVID hits. You know, like, I know. like I understand it's a global thing, but like for me, I was like, Man, damn, Nashville, Nashville just got like pounded. There's cars in houses, people. You know, the iconic locations yeah. are destroyed, and then shut the world down happened like the next week. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy because when we, when we were talking about it and everything going on for the single, we, COVID wasn't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. It like, wasn't, it, it like, I don't, I don't even think it had even like been announced. Well, it, it had, but I thought it was going to be like SARS. You remember SARS? But it wasn't, it wasn't serious. Like it wasn't, be, it wasn't the spectacle mm-hmm. it is now. And no, like, well, that's so we were, spectacle. yeah, spectacle. I'm just going to say that right there. It wasn't the spectacle right. it is now. So <laughs> winky wink. So, you know, <laughs> so, you know, Steve and, and my team and my label, we had all intentions to just trudge through and be like, oh, this is just going to be like a flu. Like, this is the way that this America is going to take this, you know, and it's going to just die out in the in the summer. And I think it was about like three weeks left that we had until the single was going to drop when I talked to you. I'm like, timing's all messed up, but I'm almost certain. And we were ready to go. And, you know, we had huge release parties in town planned and, um, you know, big, big signing parties and just a bunch of events to really like hype up and promote the song. Mm -hmm. And um, a couple other things where we had been promised some support from some people. And obviously, you know, everybody had to do whatever was best for them at the time. And uh, a lot of stuff, I mean, everything had to be from the shows had to be canceled. A lot of the support that we had on the single had to be dropped because the big major label artists had to be supported first. And um, so a lot of the Indies, a lot of the indie artists were put on the wayside when it came to uh, playlisting and things like that. So it was a real bummer because um, the song didn't get the, the type of hype that it really should have in the beginning and just so much fun stuff that we had planned for it went all down the toilet. You know, though, I, I, I'm an eternal optimist here, Coop. And I always think that things happen for a reason, you know, I I think that that song is going to get it today. I do too. And, and even though we're getting ready to put out a new single, I think there's going to be a whole batch of people that discover that song because of the new one. And our, our, our results from it have been so incredibly positive. And, and Jess is still, you know, like I told you before the podcast started, 
we have a uh, me and and uh, there's another manager that co-manages her with me. We went to work when COVID happened because it's really allowed us to develop Jessie as a brand more than just a country artist. Because yeah. you know most country artists, including top level ones, aren't making a dime right now. Mm-hmm. And so we were They're like, actually hey. taking out huge loans. Yeah. To- and- to pay their people. So we were like, hey, this is the perfect opportunity to not just develop her as a country artist, but develop her as a brand, as an entertainer and a brand. And since COVID started, we've had more traction on her as a brand than I've ever seen from any artist in Nashville, period, that was at her level. Yeah. And so it was really, I I hate to say that it was a blessing that we were kind of locked in our house. But it really was a blessing for me because I really got to spend a lot of time delving into things that I don't get to delve into mm-hmm. and contacting companies and talking about strategic partnerships outside of music. And so I think there was a lot of eye openers. Like there was. There's a lot of eye openers to be able to be like with the extra time that we couldn't have to um, you know, promote the single and do all those things and then immediately start working on new music. Um we we had a lot of time to think about, well, what are some other strategies we can take to use for me as an entertainer and um we've been really delving into that and and you know pushing for some other things some groundbreaking things that no artists have done before so some of that stuff we can talk about some of it we can't just yet but um we're really excited because although like in some cases we were a little bit bummed with everything um we feel like you know the best thing you can do is when you get something like that in life is find the silver linings and find the opportunities that come from it. You know, mm-hmm. not everything has to be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's, even if it's, if it seems shitty in the moment, I feel like everything offers some sort of opportunity. Sure. So. You know, if it doesn't affect you for five years and it's not mm-hmm. worth five minutes, you know, and that's, that's the, that's the attitude we've taken. And over this time, you know, we've, we've been able to grow justly exponentially on all social platforms. Mm. I mean, I actually can't keep her one sheet updated. She put on 2,500 new followers this week on, on social media. And I compared her to nearly every baby act at every label and compared her engagement and she's killing everyone. And we're talking people who, who have huge deals at big labels. She's killing them all. Right. And, and so what we're doing is obviously the right thing. We're building her a foundation to be able to be around for as long as she wants to be, not only as an artist, but as a personality. Cause like, like I said earlier, she's so visceral. When you meet her, you're just like, wow, I really want to hang out with her. <laughs> and she's not, not hard to look at, you know, and, and uh, look at her hair. Doesn't it look great. She's got a cut. cut today. Uh, just so for, just for this live stream. Just it was. So these for this. I'm serious. I was like, <laughs> I need to get these ends trimmed before I get Trim. on this show. Trim so, the ends. So for us, it was a really transformative uh, four months. And it's really going to, you know, we've, of course, have Country Fest again next year. We're going to have dates in uh, London and Dublin and Glasgow and Denmark and Spain. We're going to have several more festivals here. We have all kinds of stuff. We have a 35 date fair tour, fair and festival tour that we have booked. And so, you know, the, the opportunities for her are really great. And I'm really, you know, glass half full, you know, I'm really grateful to be able to uh, have spent that much time on that and not worry about the day-to-day bullshit that you usually have to deal with. Like 
oh my god our drummer is sick or where am i gonna our trailer blew out an axle or you know what i mean like those type things so i think that this could have been the best thing that ever happened to her and quite frankly as people see and figure out what we did it could be the best thing that's ever happened to music because we we're doing something that nobody's ever done before and it's gonna break her probably bigger than anybody else has broken, including the top level people. Yeah. You just remember me when you get to the top, be like, oh, dude, you're on the team, bro. Yeah, Come on. Team. Here's, here's what I, I, here's what I love about all of this is because, and I, and I've, I don't want to say I've taken the same mental approach to it, but I think realizing that there's not shit you can do about what's going on. The, mm-hmm. you, know, you can, you can try to go play the Ryman, but it's closed. You know, you 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 guys are absolutely one hundred percent free to come up here to Cadott, Wisconsin, in the middle of a field, and we can rock out on the stage. I know a guy will get you in; it'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it you know that when, when everything gets closed down and, and it almost becomes, I think everybody's now, and it probably has been for a couple months to that point where nothing is really surprising when things get shut down. No, no, right. no there's like oh, you know. With Country Fest, we made the move to go from June to August. And that, logistically speaking, thank God I don't wear that hat, is, a, right. is a nightmare in itself. Because you are trying, you, you sold people tickets on this lineup. You're trying to, in, to figure that out. Well, at, at that time, all the artists were trying to reroute themselves for, you know, that late summer, early fall run, yeah. thinking this was going to be gone by then. So that was the challenge in itself. But we had the date set for, you know, mid-August, and did everything that was asked and required of, of Country Fest to make sure that could happen. You know, safety precautions were in place. There was, you know, different rules and regulations that were abided by. There were certain numbers that had to be hit as far as what the CDC said or the local uh, health department said. And it just, you know, my boss, uh, Wade, went to that meeting and he said, we've done everything that you've asked us to do. And the numbers are where they're supposed to be or where they were projected to be at that point. And nobody was willing to give the go-ahead to uh, to put the festival on, which, again, everything getting canceled, nobody's really too uh, shocked about. But I think when you realize that inside of all the chaos, there is opportunity. Inside of mm-hmm. all the... Yeah, it. hey, it sucks. It, it sucks. Does that you can't go out and do anything. It sucks that my, my kid is going to be going, I think to two days of school a week this fall and the rest yeah, is all virtual. Alternating thing. It's some convoluted mess. Some of, psychosis. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how, I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll, we'll figure it out. And that's, yeah. what, that's what people have learned to do is they've learned to figure it out. But I think when you're an artist or when you're in a position that you're, you're, you're trying to maintain or, or grow, realize where people are. People are so on on their devices. They're so on their phones. They're so, as I have done with Jessly now on two occasions, fallen down the rabbit hole of, <laughs> uh, of, of music and being able to discover uh, so many new things. And for you guys, I'm guessing on that on that vein, being able to sit down and think, man, how can we really like blow the roof off of this son of a bitch you know like what yeah. what can we do i know you guys did the the do it like challenge um <laughs> you know and and watching those really getting people to interact because you knew people are like give me something to do before i lose my shit right 
So I think being innovative and thinking like, man, this is this is not ideal. You'd love, I'm sure you'd love to be on the road. You'd love to be in front of fans and gaining new fans and 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 growing socially that way. But to think, how can we do this without that part of it? How can we grow mm-hmm. our brand name, music, get it into people's ear um, without any sorts of normalcy? Absolutely. No, I'm really blessed to have a team that like is super innovative like yeah. I am. And also when I think of like really crazy, outrageous ideas, they don't look at me like I'm crazy, you know? And, um, and that's been, that's, you know, that's, that's, I think that's the whole thing in life is you got to find people that are your kind of crazy, you mm-hmm. know, and just surround yourself with those people. That and sounds like a song. I was just thinking, I'm like, huh. Well, I was going to, I already have, I already have my kind of crazy in my, in my, my writing. I have that as a hook. So, well, you, <laughs> so you it's already penned. Oh, well, sh- Okay. I won't tell anybody. I mean, it's okay. It's going to be written like tomorrow. So if they want (laughs) to, they want to steal it, they're going to be too late. Copyright. I copyright. That is something I do. Just in case anybody wants to know, I literally write a song. Steve knows he thinks I'm crazy because it's so expensive. I write a song and I copyright that bitch literally that night. Cause I'm like, if anybody wants to try to steal something of mine, they're done. Like I have it on, I have it legally. $5,000 in copyrights later. (laughs) I know. I do. I do like literally every single song. That's an expensive stack of paper right there. That notebook. That's pricey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But but you do. You have to find people around you. That's where it came from, Mm. which I was talking about because it's a song that I already am in the process of wanting to write. But but um, you have to find people around you that are you're kind of crazy and support that and are are gonna get in on that with you because you know um, the most innovative people in the world were the ones that in times of tragedy, whether it's tragedy that they inflicted on themselves or natural causes or whatever, um, they're able to come out of it and then find their village of people that can really help them because no one, no one does, especially this industry, no one does anything alone. Like you have to find your tribe Mm -hmm. and the music industry particularly is a industry that it takes a village. Well, and let's be real here too. We're living in the wild west nowadays of what, what, the music yep. industry even is mm-hmm. as everything really in including movies and television and and everything i mean like we canceled cable a year and a half ago because all we watch is netflix and hulu mm-hmm. i haven't listened to the radio coop in probably two years and so you know what is the music business nowadays and and the beautiful part about that is i feel like i'm friggin' wyatt earp dude I'm ready to go in with my guns blazing and try some new stuff because we're not wrong from trying it. And obviously what we're doing versus everybody else is superior because we're winning right now. Right. And, uh, you know, we just went viral twice last month and reached 4 million people, like literally 4 million people. Which was like the crazy part about it was it, and regularly now I'm reaching, I have like a 2.9 million reach, like just regularly, but like we had a spike of like 4 million people and organic. it was nuts because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what are these major label people doing wrong? And mm-hmm. that's where we found out, like my team, we dug, we found out and we're capitalizing on that. And we're, we are on such a mission to not even, we're not even giving the labels a time of day. I've had label, um, uh, interest yeah label mm-hmm. interest i've gone in and when i first got here i did showcases and 
turn contracts down because I don't care about that. Like for us, we don't, you know, we, we know the worth, we know the mindset that the innovative nature that my team has and the, and, and the plan with the data that backs it up behind it. And um, it's a really exciting time for us because literally like this, this whole spectacle Spectacle. (laughs) um, is what gave us the time to really hone in and figure it out. Um, because we were not able to do that before. And I, I don't think that's coincidence. You know, I don't think, I really don't think it is like, and I'm not saying COVID happened for me, (laughs) I'm not, I was just Hmm. saying that like, if you are able, if you're right, I feel like if anybody is able to dig in and be willing to have the insight and the open mind to figuring out like, how could something, even if it is surrounded in tragedy, Hmm. how could something benefit them in that moment? I feel like everybody would have that that serendipitous, this isn't coincidence feeling right now, because I think everybody could pull something out that would benefit, well, you know, in their life. So I, you don't know this about me, Coop, but I used to be a... Do, by the way, do the, do the do your fans know who Steve and I are? Yeah. Like, do they know? They do? Okay, okay. I didn't know if they knew, because Steve wasn't on with us last time, so I didn't know if they knew he was my manager. He, <laughs> he, he interjected a couple of times on our uh, previous podcast, but yeah, when I, I socially posted... Uh, about okay. it. I, I, I was like, hold on. They, they might be like, who is this guy who's next to her? The, who's the asshole <laughs> next to her? Why are because here and their like, faces are in the camera? He's just, it's just my arm candy. I bring him wherever I go. As you know, I just pose and flip <laughs> my hair around. Your, <laughs> this is my Fabio. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was my previous life when I had short hair, <laughs> I was a, a tie and suit wearing mm-hmm. corporate guy when I first moved to Nashville, I was the creative director for two fortune 500 companies. And so my background is in marketing and uh, you know, I, I obviously moved to Nashville to do music and, and was very fortunate to be able to do that, but not only by myself, but with my brother and make music with some really talented people and tour mm-hmm. the country. So many times I can't even count have record deals and lost record deals and all that stuff. But in the time of that, one thing that finally clicked for me with Jess Lee was the actual marketing aspect mm-hmm. of music and the, you know, it's not necessarily our plan with Jess Lee that makes it special. It's the people. So even if people really knew what it was, you couldn't replicate what we're doing because it's the people that make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, it's, it's cool because like over my time in Nashville, I got to go pick out a dream team of folks. And when I decided I was going to be a manager, I want this producer on her project I want these people running socials. I want this person going for corporate accounts. I want this person booking shows. And so we were really able to put together this team of uh, like the Avengers, right? They're kind of outcasty, but together they're like, they're badasses. And, uh, and we're, sorry, you said outcast. So I have to, every time he says we're like, every time he says we're outcasty, I'm like, we are, I gotta sing it. Am I big boy or am I the other guy? So we're, uh, Andre 5,000. Yeah. Andre 5,000. There you go. Who was uh chocolate Brown or wasn't that his name in semi pro. Did you ever see that movie? I didn't. I was too busy watching star Wars stuff. Oh, <laughs> Touche. You will watch star Wars with me. I'm just a oh, geek. God, Steven. I don't have the force, bro. No, but yeah, being from a marketing background, I was able to take kind of that stuff, some of that stuff and be able to apply it to what we're doing now, aside from music, because, you know, music is 
it's really no different than selling a lawn tractor. It's just your product is slightly different, you know, mm -hmm. um, how you get it to the people is what's important. Well, if you look at, if you look at me as a brand, it's really no different. And that was, yeah. that was the difference, you know, taking, taking me and being able to see that I'm in, in the business of music, I'm a product, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's been a different approach for us on that respect, because I think a lot of people get caught up in, and I hate to say this because it is the music business. They get caught up in the art and forget about the business of the art, right. you know, and there has to be a beautiful marriage of both. You have to put out great art, but you also have to be smart about putting out the art and getting the traction that actually means something. Cause you know, there's what success nowadays, 5 million streams on Spotify doesn't mean you're successful. No. You know? you could have 5 million streams and not be able to put one ass in a seat at a theater. And so what good does that do you other than stroke your ego to here and in, in from here to oblivion, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would rather have an artist that gets 50,000 real streams and can sell 500 tickets, you know, because ultimately the devaluation of I'm getting on my soapbox for a minute, the devaluation of music and how people have devalued music and art has made it to where music anymore is not a revenue generator. Mm -hmm. She's a revenue generator. And so if you're not coming to see her, right? She's not generating the, the cash flow from her, then we're not a viable act. We're not right. a viable business. Right. And people forget that nowadays. And and there's and you know, and there's a big problem when I'm going to these venues. And I'm out selling major label artists who are on radio. Right. Yeah. You have 5 million spins. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of the times it has to do with Spotify standing behind them, playlisting them, claiming that they're a discovery playlist. Right. And then and then they don't support artists because of the music quality. They support artists because they're getting some sort of deal from a major label. Right. And, you know, and that's that's the hilarious part is you have people who they they feel like they're someone because they get five million streams because they're playlist and they have support from Spotify. But then the big eye opener was when we were on, when we were touring, I was out selling major label artists. Like so, several of them. We'd show know, up at a club and the club would be like, wow, you guys drew more than so and so from Warner Brothers last week. Wow. And we were like, how is that a thing? Multiple you know, venues. It was crazy. Had, and it was these are the things that led us to realize like the the eye-opening things that tied into the stuff that we discovered through our socials during this time. And it's all been just, you know, serendipity and being able to just literally just pay attention mm -hmm. and kind of link it all together. And the best part is she doesn't owe one dime to anybody. High five. High fives. <laughs> high fives. I do. That was a lame high five. Well, I'm, I was, I was in her lobby. I didn't push the screen down here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Three high fives. Ready? We're coming for you. Ready? One, two, Three. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of, kind of sort of worked. I'm sure it'll play out better on the, in the replay, but no, uh, I, yeah. I, I promise I'll quit talking about business now. No, I, <laughs> you know, I, but I, what I love about it is I want to say being completely on the inside, but in, in the radio industry for, I mean, from the late nineties, I'm going to date myself here to 2019 and realizing over that 20 years, I only knew such a small percentage of the actual good music that was out there. The artists that I've, I've discovered more music in the last 18 months than I did in 20 years of radio. Wow. And that's, you know, and I'm not, 
uh, th- th- I think the machine is broken. I think Steve and I, I think we've had this text conversation uh, about the the industry as a whole and, and genre to genre. I think it's there's it, 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 it people are trying to make it work the way it worked back in the '90s when everybody was making bank on one song and uh, get a hit on the radio, and all of a sudden you're you know opening up for a major you know, legendary act. And then you're going on your own tour and, and money was made and butts and seats. And the second <laughs> single sucked, the follow-up album sucked and everybody fell off the map. And, right. you know, but it, it's, it's weird for me to have all this discovery. And I mean, even, even you, Jess Lee, I mean, I think I found you on, on Instagram and I think you, I can't remember what song you were promoting. I, I forget, but then I, I sent a DM and then Steve responded and we, and we, I was like, Hey, cause you were coming to country fest. And I was like, Hey, did the library down the rabbit hole. And you know, when you get down to the rabbit hole a little bit, you start to find these avenues to like discovering other artists and people that like artists I would never have found in a million years. And then you start right. to go, wow, how does, how does this artist who I, I've never heard of, I was in rock radio. I did country radio. I was, in the same office as one of the biggest country stations and not just in the state, but in the country. And uh, I was like, how have I never heard of this artist? And they have 150,000 followers and they have, I mean, their streaming numbers are incredible and they got, I mean, they're interactive. They're putting out content on the daily. They're like Jessly does. I mean, if somebody comments on a, on a post, like you're responding to them. And that is something that you never, ever got with, the major label artists because they were always like they're behind the curtain. It's watching the wizard of Oz. It's right. you know, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Right. But I think that Absolutely. the way you guys are just innovating mm-hmm. the way that you get the brand out and continue to grow and continue to, you know, get music in people's ears, not, not even just the music, but like people are not just following you to follow you. Like there is a there's a connection there that runs deeper, I think, than just, hey, yeah, I I, I like do it like so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow her. I like Christmas in America, so I'm gonna follow her. Um, right. You know, that's like I just want I want to see how many times I can drop that song in this uh, in this <laughs> podcast in the middle of July. But that's I twice. but I'm going for four. Um, <laughs> but I but I think there there's something about not only the the genius and the marketing behind it, but there's also something about the genuineness that is that I, that you bring to the table too. There's a, there's a realness to you. You're not like when I was doing rock fest for the last 10 years, there are bands I called the, the, the tangible bands, the artists that you're like, I can see myself having a beer with this. artist. Yeah. I love that. I can see myself after the set, having shots of Jack Daniels with Steven Jessley. Yeah, and maybe your Irish makeup artist. I mean, if she's if right. she's on board, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm That's just still be there. I'm just I'm just throwing things out, throwing ideas into the uh, into the bin it. here. But I love it. It's it, there's a realness to you, and there's a realness to these artists that you don't feel like you're going to the spectacle, and you, the curtain opens up, and you're and then it closes down, and then you have no other. That's all you get. You get to like their posts and. <clears throat> Right. Pay five hundred dollars to be in their fan club. And and that's a great point because I feel like this is a a subject we've talked about, you know, with my team. I feel like there there's a point to where that 
can be important mm -hmm. to have that a little bit of closed off privacy. But at the same time, I do very much so try to have a sense of personable interest in, mm -hmm. in my fans and in the people that interact with me because, you know, when it comes down to it, um, they're a huge part of where I end up in this industry and, and a huge part of my career. And, and I appreciate the time that they take, you know, someone doesn't have to come on and, and, you know, comment or like anything of mine. And when they do, when they take the, the initiative to not only like something and then comment on it, you know, I feel like there that's worth, even if, if I'm in a rush and I can even just give a heart or a smiley right. face, like it's just something, you know, and I feel like that's, um, my, way of be, doing what I can to be able to show I see you, I appreciate you, you know? And <clears throat> it's funny because, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve and I were talking about, you know, there's times where what you just spoke about is like actually one of my favorite things about the industry. Mm. Like, and I'm just saying this within the triangle here. Well, people are listening, so well, it's not really. <laughs> It's not so really, but I'm not going to go. Too, I'm not going to go triangle. too deep into how far I feel. Right. Just in the state, state that there's something to be said, like the whole star factor of like you go and you pay mad money. Like for instance, like I think the most expensive I ticket I ever bought was like for like a Britney Spears concert or something. It was like it was like back when I was a kid. Like like it was really it was maybe Rascal Flats at one point. Like mm. they were like. 50, 60, 70, $80 were like the biggest, like the, the most I've spent on a ticket. But I felt like it was worth it because there was a star factor. It was right. like, why am I going to pay money to go watch someone do what I can do if they can't do it better than me? Or if there, if there isn't like a sense of like a star factor and it factor, you know, mm -hmm. and there is something about, I love like the whole, you know, you have to appreciate the privacy that an artist wants in some right. ways, but I agree. Like it's, it's this fine line being able to like have that stardom, that star factor that you can offer that's different than the rest of the world to be enough to where people will come and pay for your show to pay you to do your talent. Mm -hmm. But then also a level of personalism and appreciation that you give out to the people that support you, you know, and it's yeah. obviously different too. Like, like when it comes to like, just like an everyday fan, like, a fan shouldn't be able to just like DM me or call me or just chat with me all the time. You know, like there should right. be a separation to that because I do have a life besides the music, you know? Yeah. There's, like there's I, nerf gun fights to have people. I mean, we can't, right, be exactly. all day. <laughs> but when it comes to people like, like in the industry, like you're in the industry. So like, of course, like after a country fest, like we're going to go have some beers and hang out and like chat it up and, you know, wear our leather pants around the ground. I'm not wearing leather <laughs> pants, first of all. That is so happening. That is so happening. I'm not going to wear any pants. I know. That's what. I, exactly. I'll bring but you I an extra pair. Steve, I think Steve can, can also kind of second that because we are always trying to find this, this boundary of where I show my fans that I appreciate them and I show the people that like I'm so approachable. Like at a show, there were so many shows that I've come to where the venue owners were like, never had so many people want to just walk up and talk to an artist before. Right. And like, we had to figure out a way to do that to where it was safe. I mean, safety comes to a huge factor in there. I being from the voice, I, you know, I was there with it. Believe her name was Christina Grimmie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yep. she literally was shot by a crazy fan, you know, and you have other stories from people just like that, you know, and, and I think there is like a level of where you have to be able to balance the, 
star factor, it factor, like separation from your fans thing, along with being able to feel personable and feel like you do appreciate everybody that supports your craft. That's the tough part is making somebody feel like they're part of something without making them feel like, you know, cause there are certain people like you who become part of our extended family, right? But then there's, you know, there's a lot of fans that are, there's a lot of fans that feel like we should invite them over to Christmas dinner. And that just isn't how it necessarily right. can be, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, we, we very much do the best we can to kind of have Jesse be approachable, but still be able to retain enough star mm -hmm. factor that we don't, we don't give them everything. We give them just a little taste and you still got to go buy the ice cream cone. You know, you get the sample <laughs> cup. And that's okay right. because there's something to be said for being approachable, but not available all the time. You know, exactly. there's something to be said for being gracious and answering everybody back and um, being gullible and, and, and allowing everyone to take advantage of you. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's the fine line that we have to, that we're trying to, to stay on. Right. So the worst thing you could do is send Jesse some sort of off color message because then you're going to have like, 30 people just completely destroy you well i used to before i had a team i mean i can't tell you i was telling you i can't tell you the last time i got an, an inappropriate message like a picture of something that i shouldn't be seeing i used to when i first started online it was like an unreal thing to me mm. that pe a person i didn't know would send me a photo of something like that and i mm. i like was i was like what like, i felt violated i really did and like this person had never even seen me. I was just like, this is awful. And right. um, I literally was like, well, that's not gonna happen again. I took a snapshot of it, put it up on my story and <laughs> called the guy out and said, here you go, sicko. And I was like, for anybody else that has the same ideas, this will happen to you. If you want the world to see your junk, have a nice day. So like, Boom. so like literally I never, I'm Boom. telling you right now, I think, I think actually it was, it was one other time I got it and I was, I was so exhausted by the end of it. I was like, I'm not even doing with this. I'm deleting this photo. But like, that was like the last time I'd ever gotten anything like that. And I make it very clear. Like you'll probably have, you probably see on my comments, if someone sends something to me that's off color. I'll call them out right, right there in the middle of it. Like, I don't care. And I'll say it in a respectful way. I'll find a way to really like twist the words to where I don't look like a complete bitch because I'm not. <laughs> but like, I also, like, I also, yeah. you know, respect myself and I know that I should be respected, you know? So right. it is, it's, it's kind of ties into where there's this fine line of like, you know, people need to know that they can talk. They, they need to respect me. Mm -hmm. They need to talk to me in a certain way. There is a level of privacy that they cannot pass. And, but at the same time, I love you. I appreciate you, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> in my life, there's never been a time where I've like, wow, that woman is really beautiful. She'll love this. <laughs> That's never happened. I am. Like I mean, all the Hallmark cards I bought, that was never part of, it was never like, oh, well insert D pick here. And then send it. You know, it was never. <laughs> so funny. Can you tell me where the dip cards are, please? Because I are would they like in the back? Cards. They're in the back. Yeah, they're in the way back. They're pop up ones, and they're like. Yeah, all the all that the other really lonely people though, are back there. Like, that'd be really funny to have it though. Like you were supposed to like insert your your dip pick here, <laughs> and like it did, and they were like looking for it. They're like, oh my god, is it still in the envelope? <laughs> Dude, it would be funny if they had you know like how your Shaking grandma it. puts water in the cards <laughs> if you wrapped it around it, and it was like, <laughs> and you had to. 
Unsheath your money. <laughs> Unsheath. I'm sending you one of those for your birthday. Right. He's gonna make one. I'm gonna make one. If he one, can't find one, he'll make one. If you get an envelope that's real thick like this, <laughs> oh no, oh, no. Now we're, pop uh, up. It's a pop up. It's a pop up. Okay, that's. It'll have like. A, he goes OJ. It'll have some, some Bill Withers playing on one of those constant loops. Oh man. That'd be the best best birthday present I ever got. Oh. He'll be like, oh. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I wasn't planning. I wasn't planning on starting drinking this early in the day, but apparently I have to now because I checked the mail before noon and because I was violated by Steve. Yeah, Steve violated me. Welcome to Nashville, pal. (laughs) Changing the move date. Let's see. Uh, When are you guys going on tour? All right, right about then. That's when I'll be there. But no, make sure to send me your address before you move here. I will. <laughs> to my neighbor, and I'll just watch them. I'll just peruse when they go get their mail, <laughs> yeah. shaking cards. Like, is there money in here? No, no, that's not money. No, no, that's not it. Don't open it. Don't open it. <laughs> Poof. Or you can just or you, it. Yeah, I was gonna say, or you, or you can be the weird neighbor that's like, hey, will you check my mail? Can for you me? open that yeah. for me and let me know what's inside it? Could you imagine having a neighbor open it for it? And they're like, no, Coop would be over there like with a photo ready, just in case. This is every time he's like. Oh, that's just regular mirror. Damn it. Damn oh, it, Bob. It's just a bill. Just <laughs> a Geico bill. God. Dumb. Dumb. Come on. I want now I want cards for every occasion. I think that should be if you're looking for ideas, here's another one. D pick cards for all holidays. Yeah. Dude. It's not <laughs> just Santa hat. Yeah. So I think we have to we have to draw the line at randomly doing it. Like there at least should be a how like Columbus Day. Like who doesn't want no, no, maybe that's just you like could start you could start you're so crafty. You could start your card <laughs> business oh, yeah. business business on FD Etsy first. There if it go. goes well on Etsy, we move it. Dude. Maybe we add it as a second boots and hose option. Boots FD. and hose cards. I think you just came up with a new website name. FD. No. FD. No. <laughs> no wait, wait. Maybe that one's probably already wait, taken. Wow. I'll check later. How's that? I'll check. But you could what you could also have is you could have instead of it, you know, being where the pick was supposed to be, like that could be like where the money goes. You know, I'd be like, oh, they right. were looking and then there's a five in there or something or a ten, right. depending on how gratuitous. We'll make different feeling. versions. <laughs> yeah. We'll have selections. We will. Let's go. We will. We're gonna have oversized ones <laughs> and little mini cards. Yeah. yeah. Like those big ones that you have. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like the T Rex card <laughs> with chicken teeth. But no, I. Boy, I that went yeah, we, y'all. It's called derailed, but we're good. Uh, no, I, I, I totally get that. Having that line is, is super important, and I, and I am. I don't. I can't speak for myself, but I mean, as a being a female artist, there's going to be those kind of things because. Uh, and yeah. Unless unless Steve's getting D picks, I mean I'm not. So I mean that's which is probably probably beneficial. Well, other than the last one from you, bro, and I don't know that. that hey was hey, the triangle. It was not. You're putting this out of the triangle now. We've we've moved to global. Now everybody Sorry. knows. Sorry, pal. But no, I mean my, it, it's an interesting thing because I always thought you know, I when I was doing the music thing, I always thought, man, it's got to be easier to be a, a girl, and especially a beautiful woman. And man, it is exponentially harder for this, women. This yeah. is actually something too and that Steve's developed a passion for. Like yeah, he it, wants to he wants to hit a certain point in our career where it obviously will hit, but he um has really started to stand for the women in music in general because 
he's been there to see so many situations where mm. people have tried to take advantage of me or it's frustrating, huge yeah. artists that wanted to co-write and reached out to me. And then after they, after I turned down a Netflix and chill, they suddenly didn't care anymore. And things, mm. you know what I mean? Would so follow and unfriend. So it's just one of those things. And if that was earlier in my career, I mean, right. it's, it, you know, as I, as things press on, um, but don't, don't think I didn't, you know, don't think I didn't put that on a list oh, and, we have a list. and save it. And, you know, we have, <laughs> we have things that, you know, we, people that we know, like they're, they have ill intentions, you know, and, um, like been, we're talking to pretty big people, like people that you would know and people that everybody listening, watching would know. I'm not going to say who it is, okay. but, but dun, dun, dun. it was actually, it was relatively shocking to me mm. that not only are you available to your fans, but you're literally available to everybody else and people that you wouldn't necessarily think would be that way in situations that shouldn't be yeah. that way are. Mm -hmm. And it's been really frustrating because, um, you know, you have a world-class talent and you expect that world-class talent to be treated like a world-class talent. Right. right? And, and in a lot of ways it, it was harder to circumvent the, just the crap that you get from people, both artists and songwriters and managers and label folks who literally were just bent out of shape because a beautiful female artist said no to their advances. Right. And- uh, Well, I'm gonna make it as far as I wanna make it and I'll right. be able to hold my hat on that I did it the right way. Well, you know, I'll, I'll never have to have you know, stress over any choices that I've made along the journey, you know, right. and I think that's so important. And I've been able to say that, you know, I'm self-made and the journey has been fun. And I have a really badass yeah. team with me of really amazing people with strong, beautiful, you know, wholehearted intentions mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. And I feel like that's so important, you know? Yeah. And as much as, as frustrating as it is, it's really put a chip on my shoulder to make sure that she succeeds in the biggest kind of way. So when she's at the tippity top, I can look down at everybody else and be like, see, 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 <laughs> like Christmas in America. <laughs> and just so people know, just so people know. So, That's three. That's three. so Steve actually was my manager before we started dating. Um, we, you, I used True. to come out here to Nashville and um, I was co-writing with a lot of people. And um, one time when I came out, I was like, we should finally get together and get a right. Um, because he actually did the same exact thing. He, he connected with me through Instagram. Mm. So I was like, okay, well, one of the times that I got there, we'll write. So we ended up getting a time where I could schedule something with him. Um, and we had an amazing write. We rewrote a, a beautiful song and uh, we were just such on a high about it. And he at the time was actually transitioning into the business side of music and mm. starting management with artists. And I ended up being his first artist that he took on and we worked together for a few months. And then I basically pursued the shit out of him. <laughs> Which, I'm going to be real with you. Still blows my mind. This would pursue this. I think, I think truthfully it was, you know, I was, I've always been so guarded and like going back to my past with things with my, my dad and mm. um, really just dating shit men throughout my life. Um, you know, I went, I've been through a long period of time where I was like, I'm just going to be really guarded and not let anybody in. And I'm going to be a superstar and then maybe date someone, you know? Right. Um, and Steve was coming into town. He was one of the first people that saw me for who I was a hundred percent appreciated me as an artist. He did not, you know, he, he came in and wanted to help me pursue this 
100% just appreciating my artistry. And mm-hmm. it was for the first time someone didn't look at me and be like, oh, wow, I want to date you. You know, and there was no, there was no like other intentions besides the fact of like, I want to help you. I want to help you do your thing because I feel like you deserve it. You know, it's the truth. And yeah. yeah, And, and I think that was attractive to me, actually someone like not coming in and just hitting on me or saying some stupid thing. And it was one of those things that I was like, this guy actually likes me for me. He likes, he likes me because of my talent. He likes me because of, of, you know, my, my charisma and he's not even trying to date me you know and we just ended up having such a solid friendship and such a great business partnership that i was like i'm gonna try to get him (laughs) you know the thing is is like you know obviously she's obviously she's beautiful and obviously when she walks in a room people are all like it's like a cartoon it's the eyes go and the mouth is and of course i was like that but i was like you know what she's um First and foremost, literally, I, I'm, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but when we did get together for the first time, I was, I was kind of on the tail end of being an artist. And, and uh, I said, hey, sing me the idea you have. And she started to sing. And like, I could not believe what I was hearing. Mm. I couldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, I've been in the room. I, mean, I have friends in Carrie's band. And, and uh, I've been on the, in the room with Martina McBride and, and several other incredible female singers. And she was but the best live vocal for a female I've ever heard, wow. like live. Hmm. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, is this real life? I, this can't be happening. Like, here's here's my face, like in my head when I'm trying to play <laughs> cool. I'm like, you know, but meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, so hey, you're a pretty good <laughs> singer over here. Let's write a song. Yeah, you know. Without the Without, accent. Oh, no, come that's on. what my oh. like. <laughs> Totally. I totally would have sold it. All the time inside my hey. I'm like, hey, you want to go on a date over here? Let's go to the movies. <laughs> good. Let's go see a movie, huh? I love it. Yeah, let's hey. go see Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, uh, so you, you know, for me, I, I appreciate talent and I appreciate people. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate genuine people. And uh, she immediately... And I think it was because of her her candor with me about her past and and the type of people she had been with and how they had taken advantage of her. I immediately was like, wow, this girl is just one of the coolest people mm. I've ever met, period. And, you know, it's like you meet her and you just want to take care of her. <laughs> like, Aww. at least that's how it was with me. I was like, you need me to, you know, what do you need me to do? You want to wash your car? You want to do your laundry? <laughs> You know, you mean cook dinner, you mean go to the grocery store, whatever you need to do. You need some more Here wine, I get some more wine. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Wine. The store for wine. Um, so, you know, for me, it was just I really enjoyed the person she was. And, mm. and uh, I didn't, you know, obviously pass the, the shock of her walking in the room and Dreamweaver playing and her floating in the room for oh, the first time. Oh, Dreamweaver. It's like I believe. She with sparkles around her, like in Wayne's world. It was, <laughs> oh my God. Other than past the shock of that. Right. I was able to see the real girl, not the one that's like, you know, that everybody else sees. Mm. And it was really just a, a beautiful soul inside of her. And so uh, that's what made me want to help her. And then, of course, she pursued the shit out of me. What can I say? Yeah. I was like, hey, you want to go out on a date or something? You saw man. this. This is amazing. This is right here. It was the yeah. hair, bro. That's, That's what it all was. it is. Yeah. If, I, if I cut the hair, I, my I one, lose the mojo. My one-liner was like, 
if you and I get together, think about all the amazing we can set songs we can write all the time. And then he was like, it's true. And I'm like, we should get together. Nice. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how that happened. So that's, I felt like that story was pertinent and important because a lot of people think that that um, he and I were a couple first and he just kind of like, you know, was like, oh, well, I'll, just I'll be your manager you on the side. Since but, I'm here. Yeah, but it actually was backwards. <laughs> and uh, it's actually been like the best thing ever because I think from seeing a lot of artists out here sign with, with managers that have zero emotional care about what happens to them. Mm -hmm. It's just all business. And sometimes they get thrown into situations, whether it's being overworked or just awful deals or whatever. Um, being able to have someone that's had the 15 year experience in this industry, being an artist, and then also being in the business side of things. Um, and along with having that emotional care is so important because, you know, just things that a lot of other managers would be like, Oh yeah, just do it. It's going to make you money or just do it because it's going to, you know, do this for you. Mm -hmm. He's got this emotional standpoint as well, being like, it's really not the best route and I'm not looking for it to make my cut of my manager fee. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it all goes to the same place anyway. Right. As long as I get him a jet pack one day, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. At least uh, you're, I, like, I like where your standards are. I'm like where your head's out on that. Like, yeah, he wants good. a jet pack. I want a sea breacher. I want a jet pack I want a, so bad. I want a sea breacher. I'd be happy. Have you seen a sea breacher? Have you seen those? I haven't, I, I haven't but I feel like. Never seen There's a sea submarine breacher. race boats that can go six feet under the water and jump like dolphins. They're like this. so cool. They're only eighty thousand dollars, dude. Oh. Actually, kind of listen. My so jet your your jetpack is probably like five grand, dude. Like it's four hundred grand. Yeah, the jetpack is well, like well, like, if you're gonna go with like that, literally, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Come on, sugar mama, let's make this happen. <laughs> so you guys got some work to do. So uh yeah. I can't I can't wait for it to be under my tree because then it would be Christmas in America. Uh, four times. Got it dropped four times. I feel ding, like, ding, ding. like that's <laughs> two for two, bro. Yeah. Two really and two. Accomplished. Maybe so so it, it is kind of tough situation for me to be in sometimes being both the boyfriend the significant other and the manager, because there's certain times when like, I just want to rip somebody's face off as her person, but <laughs> right, I have to right. stand in between and be like, now maybe that's not a good idea. And then I turn around and I'm like, what's the first you know? And like Yosemite Sam at walking away from them, like veins popping out in my head, but it's, it is a tough situation to be in sometimes, but I always tell her, Listen, I'm pulling my boyfriend cap off and putting my manager cap on because sometimes the mm -hmm. two don't think the same at all. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I feel very bipolar sometimes about <laughs> because early onset. I, yeah. There's times when I want to comfort her as a person, but as a manager, I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's going on here? Yeah. And so, but that's okay. I just saw a little hand come in like this. Like, that, was a, that, that was one of those chickens. <laughs> those t-rex chickens or it's a or it's a 10 year old Aww. there he is the man Hi. how are you good <laughs> so what what's your name grayson 
Grayson. That's right. It's Grayson. It is. So, so Grayson, how does it feel being stuck in the house? I don't know. Are you guys having, <laughs> having wild parties with girls over? Hey, all the time? you 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 saw the you saw the pictures, uh, Steve. Uh, we were, we went on the we've been boating. We've been to the oh, beach. Right. We've been yeah, you know, living the dream, hey. bro. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds like so much. What do you say? He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's being excited. So, Grayson, does, <laughs> does your dad give you monster energy drink every day? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. no hell no, oh. I do not. I like, <laughs> I like monster energy zero. That's my favorite. That's we, my got, favorite. Uh, we got medication that brings that down a little bit. We just bring it down. It's up here, we bring oh. it down. That's okay. I wish I had medication. Has, has Grayson listened to Do It Like? We were jamming to it, I think, before the last podcast. And then just now, right before Christmas in America came on. <laughs> ding, ding. That's fine. Okay. It wasn't, to be fair, it wasn't in that order. Like it, there was there was other music in, in between. So uh, That's good. I was going to say that's <laughs> they didn't They didn't line it up on Amazon Music. Didn't line it up like Do It Like Christmas in America. Right. That's fine. Boyfriend. Ding, ding. Yeah. <clears throat> but seven total, Coop. You're I know. Actually- I, I feel I feel like uh we should have had a bell that rang every time that that, uh, that happened. Sorry. I We're know. Overachieving. Yeah. We are. Well that's kind of what the point of this, you know, podcast live stream is is that we go above and beyond the Call of Duty. That's exactly right. And play Call of Duty too, since we're on Twitch. Ah, hey, look at this guy knowing his stuff. He did his research. Hey, you know what I'm saying? How, Grayson, how old are you? 10. You're 10? So what grade is that? I'm going into fifth. Fifth grade. That was my favorite elementary slash middle school grade. Yes, it was a good elementary school year. I got taught by a PE teacher who was so hairy (laughs) that he had to shave like a a gap between his face and his chest. He had to shave his neck like right here. So he didn't have one continuous mouth to chest beard i hope he doesn't see this and he's like knowing what you really felt about him he's, that was 150 Damn. years ago <laughs> that was that oh. was back their their gym class was having to chisel things into stone yes that was, was exactly right writing we the sources uh, <laughs> that's why he's we all freaked out about there. the dinosaurs coming back because he knows how it ended right, right exactly we had the pterodactyls with tug on their tail and they'd go peck, 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 <laughs> on this on the stone tablets. It was like it was like hungry hungry hippos, except for it was not. <laughs> now that was a game. That right was. Yeah. Hungry hungry hippos. Yeah. I actually saw a live reenactment of Hungry Hungry Hippos on Facebook during COVID. Wow. It was fantastic. <laughs> that, that was that that was that's part of the COVID story. This right here, Goop, is a dad move. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> the look? The, the jaw readjustment and slide to the side and the gap. <laughs> that's it. That's a dad move. Yeah. That's well, I've been practicing for 10 years. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, this is the, no, this All is what, that's what makes this real I life, to though. Take two minutes. I have to use a restroom. I, I mean, this is real life. I just ate pho an hour ago, which was a gallon of liquid. Really? If I don't get up, I'm going to pee on the floor. And we this just is why I do the interviews and Steve <laughs> normally isn't. Watch this. This is what you call a creative pan. I see. 
Okay, I'll be right back. I didn't know you guys had two, you had a camera guy working there too. Man, you got this all figured Sassy. out. This is you got yeah, down to a science. Right, he's gonna hang right here on this this frame. I like it. <laughs> But you guys, I know you have a lot of stuff uh, that you guys have been working on during during COVID. Um, you know, Boots and Hose was something that Steve was saying kind of started as a an idea after, what, a bottle of wine and watching Step Brothers or something. And then uh, yeah. all of a sudden it's a, hey, let's start a clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, along with like, that's some of the stuff outside of the music stuff. Mm. But um, we, you know, with, with Steve having all the graphic design exper- experience and me, having just such a crazy mind. <laughs> um, it was just such a good, it was just such a good team. And we were able to um, really come together to be able to create that. And it was really fun because literally we were drinking wine, we were watching Step Brothers, the Boots and Hose video came on and we were just laughing like crazy. Like we were just like, we need to do this. We needed to steal it and make it our own. And uh, I like to, I like to kind of laugh because some people are like, why would you do any, why would you put hose in anything? And I'm like, well, it's actually uh, a different meaning. Ho, ho with an E on the end. If you're educated, <laughs> you would know that a hoe with a meaning on the end is actually a farming hoe. It's a tool. It's a, so it's like, a gardening tool. Yes. Anybody, yep. Yeah. So people, you know, it's funny because people are getting it now. They're like, oh, okay. Okay. I get it. But in the beginning, when we signed our marketing deal for it, we actually had Google flagging it as a porn effect. <laughs> They wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let my team, like my marketing team run ads because they were like, oh, it's a porno site. And I'm like, Google, you're, you're a freaking idiot. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. So um, we've been plowing through that and everything's been really cool. We just signed our cameras back. So we just signed our marketing deal and we're now um, really, really pushing the company. Um, we also are waiting for the trademark to come through because mm. again, I'm literally like I am with my songs. If right. I think of something and I'm going to release it, I protect it. So, um, just like I write a song and I copyright, write it right away. Um, we had the idea and I'm like, well, if we're going to do this seriously, I want to protect it. I don't want to deal with having anybody try to come in and do the same thing as us. I want to protect the name, the designs, all of it. So, um, we did all of that. And then, uh, once we had it all officially trademarked, we released it about, like officially released it about two months ago. Yeah, it's been officially released about two months ago. So, so it's, it's been, been uh, so fun. Like it's right. been pretty fun. That's just pure fun because we literally just get to create stupid stuff. Like we have this shirt that I swear to you, I will shit bricks if Garth if we get it in Garth's hands. But it actually <laughs> says Garth in the Garth in the streets, gains in the sheets. And <laughs> It's just literally all like everything is just so a good. fun love for rural and country living right. and it's all like fun things with country music, with farming, with rural lifestyle and uh, just being able to have like a sense of humor with that type of stuff. So and evidently Google thinks it's porno. So yeah, I told yeah. yeah, three times, three different times. If you, I bet if you take the E off and then Googled it, you know. It may be. Porn. You may. It's like it'd yeah, be yeah. right next to farmersonly.com. Like if you can't get a date on farmers only, well, you go to. All right. <laughs> well, Google Google needs some schooling because if you put an E on the word hoe, yep. it's a tool. Yep. It's a farming you know tool. Say, you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the guy who wrote that is making bank. I'm just saying. He's, he's rolling in money right and, now. And you just picked up a new sponsor, bro. Farmers I know. Only. I'm, say, I'm just open with that now. <laughs> 
They'll make me sing the jingle before the show yeah, starts. They'll be like, hey, off. we're going to need oh, you. Yeah, it's not right. going to be. And maybe that's why I'll, where I'll find the next Mrs. Cooper. Who knows? You know, it's. Uh, hey, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. I hear those farmer girls. You know what I'm saying? I know. White farmer girl. Yeah. Have you ever watched The Office? I've, I've watched The Office. White farmer girl. Oh, yes. White farmer girl. I like that's what you should go for. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me just uh He's so cute. write that down really quick. Farmersonly.com is my <laughs> next stop. And you have uh, a new single coming out soon. I, I understand that there's music coming. Oh my gosh, it's been so much fun. So we actually are finalizing the um final production. And that's going to be this Saturday. And we've actually cut this track with all of Sam Hunt's guys. Yeah. So it's I'm really excited about it because this is a totally different vibe from Do It Like. Still all in my, you know, country pop, like, feel. But vibe-wise, like, the song is it's, it is just a straight vibe. It's a jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and should I, should I just go and tell them what it is? Yeah, you can tell them. Yeah. So the song is actually is called Neighbors. So we haven't officially announced anything yet, like on social media and stuff, but um, we're really excited about it because it's just, it's such a cool song. It's all about the old school mindset of when you approach people and saw people in your life and the people that surrounded you, even if you weren't super close with them and family, there was still this neighborly mindset to that. And it's just all about kind of going back to that old school mindset of being able to kind of, I guess, show a little more love and compassion to people that you don't even know right. and just being able to be neighbors with people like the old days. So very cool. It's really, really it's really cool. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. And the, the vibe is just, it's so killer. It's like the perfect song. Like it's, it's the, Picture perfect song that you would think like of rolling your windows down and just having it jam in your car or like at the beach kind of thing. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's a good one. And, and you know, it's funny. We have so many, was, we were actually talking about this today. We have so many songs in the kitty that, that we feel are, are hits. I mean, mm-hmm. what is a hit nowadays that we feel are jams. We'll say jams that it was so hard for us to pick jams and jams we'd listen and we'd be like man that's the one and then the next one would come on and be like man that's the one yeah no way that is the one and uh really what what moved this one in front was just the timing of everything mm -hmm. just feeling like we're in such a weird time yeah we're in such a weird time it's hard to be neighborly right now because we're being told to social distance right um it's also you know with with just a bunch of the stuff going on um, not that it's necessarily like a political song, but it's just about going back to what the important thing is in this world. And it's being able to live life with love, you know? Right. Exactly. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, people really need that kind of thing right now. They yeah. really need a positive, a positive, uh, positive moment in their day, mm-hmm. you know? And it, that's, that's like she said, really what moved it to the front of the list. And, and, uh, Besides the fact that it was like already one of our top songs, but it just the timing couldn't have been more perfect, yeah. you know. And I think right now having when all you can really do, not all you can really do, but we talked about driving with the windows down and having uh, that song, you know, a song that you can play. And, you know, there's those songs are what make the memories, because right now going down the road with the windows down is like 
better than sitting at home all day, which is what a lot of people are kind of stuck doing. So I think that, exactly. you know, I'm excited. Exactly. I'm excited to hear it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I'm excited to hear it too. Cause I haven't heard it all done yet. So, <laughs> uh, fair. So yeah. it should be, I believe so far it's great. Yeah. I believe Saturday <laughs> is when we're going to be finalizing the track. Um, and it's just uh, really exciting. And then once we get an okay, that we're, we have all the track stuff that we need. Um, then at that point we can officially kind of like do the math on when we can do have a solid release date for it. So, um, we're shooting for like the last week of August. Mm. Um, ideally if we could get a little bit sooner than that, I'd, I'd like to, um, with all this stuff with COVID, we've already had to push back, um, like sessions multiple times because of people that got sick and were freaking out that it might've been COVID. And, um, it was just kind of one of those things that like, you know, with the circumstances of everything going on, it's been a little bit harder to get in and get music recorded. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited because it's been a little bit, it's been a little bit of time since I've been able to get in the studio and do something like this. And, uh, I just, I'm really, really excited to show this one to people. So you had the uh, do it like challenge with, uh, with do it like, how about the neighborly challenge with neighbors? Yeah, the challenge is to bake me a bunch of cookies and yeah. and ship them to Steve our wants box. cookies. <laughs> Actually, or maybe 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 it's not. A, maybe yeah, I don't know. We get all kinds of cookies up in the mail. <laughs> maybe it's like a challenge of like who can be the best neighbor and show someone love, or who can who can like do something that's like the most genuine, like cool, out of the box way to show an act of love to someone. You know? Yeah, you know we are uh, we haven't really thought about a challenge for this one, but. I, I hope that it does inspire people to start being kind to one right. another and like, kind of like we spoke up at the top, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, it, it, most of the time it takes a tragedy for people to act neighborly. Yep. And uh, it'd be really nice if we could just act neighborly and not have to have a tornado rip through our neighborhood to make that happen. And uh, right. exactly. you know, that, I think that, I think that's a lot of what the world is missing now is just, just a little bit of love between everybody, you know, just, Everybody sit down and have beer with each other or, you know, Toke one up. whatever, do something, do what do you got to do. Bake me some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the list keeps on growing, Steve. It's like, well, have a beer, toke one up, make me some cookies, buy me some hey, pants. Give me a bottle cookies. of wine with right, donuts a bottle, mm-hmm. Donut wine pairing. Okay. Yeah. There's, I mean, I love all of these ideas. I think we should put them all in the I hopper. I seriously think how cool would it be if it was just like a little tiny shop, like nothing crazy. People walked up and you literally just get hit, gave them a bottle and all the donuts were stacked on top of the wine. Dude, that is a, that's a dream for me. Like <laughs> I had a dream about that last night. Wow. <laughs> I also had a dream about being Maverick from Top Gun too. So we won't talk about that, but I feel like it, that, Jesse, you like to read, right? Find the, what? You like to read, find the dream book that that yes. combination of things is in and be like, wow, bro. I don't know exactly and what that it, would be And about. if there exactly. is, like if there's nothing for his weird dreams, then I'm scared. It's like, wow, your <laughs> mind is real. so crazy. It's not even in the book. I don't even know where to go. Who didn't want to be Maverick from Top Gun at some point in their life? Hey, nobody wanted to be Goose. Nobody wanted to be Goose because he got killed in yeah. the dumbest way possible. <laughs> He didn't even die in battle. He died from an ejector seat. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Canopy didn't open fast enough. It's tragic. That's like being Robin and Batman and Robin. 
Like that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst straw you can draw. Yeah. Just ask Chris yeah. O'Donnell. How'd that work out for him? Dude, his costume had latex nips on it. That was the worst. <laughs> the worst. Imagine him in wardrobe and they're showing him his costume for the first time. He's like, wait, what? He's like, dude, that costume's dope. And then he looks at him and he's like, oh. <laughs> like, I know if I were going to have a costume, they would have to have bat nipples. Right. Anatomically correct bat suit. You know, Coop, sometimes I say things and Jess looks at me like this. You know, just, it was the same look I was just giving my kid. Like, I'm, I'm just here for doing? the rest. <laughs> like she looks at me with complete love and kind of like this uh slight disdain and surprise sometimes mm. like i'm completely supportive though she looks like that little blonde girl meme that's always like you know, <laughs> the backseat girl mm. like this yeah i know that i'm saying something stupid when she gives me that look <laughs> that's that's all-encompassing love right there that's uh it is. You know, wholehearted but that was dumbass, you know. I get it. I've I've gotten that. And, and I respect him enough to not say it. I just look at him and I let him decide for himself. Well, <laughs> She'll I let you it. figure out that it was dumbass. Listen, Coop. She probably hasn't seen the Batman movie that mm -hmm. we're referencing to realize mm -hmm. that the bat suit that we're referencing was the most ridiculous wardrobe choice. No, ever. I know which one you're talking about. Do you? Yes. I well, do. I mean, I'm not like, just because I haven't seen Star Wars doesn't mean I've never seen another movie in my life. Like, <laughs> So, like, let's talk about Batman for a minute. How come all of the Batman movies pre-Christian Bale had bat nibbles? I don't know. Every single one of them. Back to Michael Keaton. It was like, mm. that's a really good idea. We should definitely put that on the cast. I think, Bale, I think Bale went in and was like, yeah, I'll be Batman, but I have a couple of stipulations. Two of them, actually. <laughs> Yeah. Two stipulations. This and this come off the bat suit. Bruh. Yeah. That's probably what happened. That's actually play by play. Now we gotta the see moment. what that's exactly like, it went down. Okay. Now we gotta see what Robert Pattinson is gonna do. That's I mean like what an awful choice. He's definitely gonna have bat nipples. I can't picture him as Batman at all. Do you think he's gonna sparkle like Edward Cullen? Hold on. This is not real life. Yeah. Edward Cullen is Batman is the next one. No. I am not even kidding. That's not a real joke. life. That's it's COVID <laughs> and Robert Pattinson is Batman. How does that even happen? How do you look at him and you're like, that is Batman? Well, yeah. somebody somebody was like Twilight, that guy. Oh my mm. god. That sparkly vampire child with no muscle tone is Batman. That is Dude, I, I would bring Keaton back. That's what I would do. Michael Keaton. Bring him back. Yeah. He was the best one anyway. Get Jack Nicholson back to play the Joker. Back from the yeah. dead. I like all of these ideas. Again. I like, <laughs> I like all of these ideas. <laughs> and well, we can't have Prince do the soundtrack to this Don't. one, but no. if Prince were still alive. That was my favorite record in 1989 when that record came or when that movie came out. The Batman soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Because Prince did the whole soundtrack with Danny Elfman, oddly enough. It was the weirdest thing that's ever happened, but it was so great. For, <laughs> yeah. ba Bat Dance was a – I think Bat Dance charted. It did. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Wow. 
And uh, so do you know who Danny Elfman is, right? I don't. He scores movies like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh! He was in a band. Wasn't he in Oingo Boingo, Oingo, Boingo. in the 80s? Mm-hmm. Not I think a he synth. was in Oingo Boingo in the 80s. And he became like the darkest movie composer ever. He does all Tim Burton. He does all of like uh, all these dark, just really scary soundtracks. And then there was Prince that mm. came in and was like, Wee! <laughs> Bad dance. It. And it was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. It was so now that now that we have covered, I, I think we've covered almost every single topic today. Almost, I think so too. But yeah, I, Christmas, mm. Batman, mm-hmm. dinosaurs, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, boots and hose. Yeah, boots with and an hose. With an e. With an e. Um, that's pretty much it. Well, no, there's more, but I just can't remember it. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're wider, now that's yes. a good idea. And if you're wider, I'm totally Doc Holiday, bro. I'm just saying, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But the Val Kilmer Doc Holiday. Oh, there's no other. There's no other Doc Holiday. No. Can you twirl your monster cup like him? Do it. Do no, it. It's got. There's no handle. Oh, you have to glue one on there for next time. I, I I could, but it'd end up in my lap, and well, I mean that's never happened before. No. You want to, one thing before we go, Coop? Because I I feel like uh, we've been taking your time. I used to be a uh, a cowboy, a scene cowboy at a theme park. He was, and I was blanks, and so for a brief time period, I could actually straight up twirl a gun like Johnny Ringo from uh, Tombstone. It was legit. I I was not uh, a cowboy, a uh, singing cowboy ever. <laughs> but I, I will tell you this. You know those uh, those long uh, candle lighters? Yeah. Oh, dude. Every time I pick one up, I'm like... Yeah. Then it goes flying <laughs> and hits my kid in the eye, and he's like, ah! Oh. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Injuries hey. are part of the game. Injuries are part of life. <laughs> Suck it up, kid. Uh, you only need one eye. You can pose for my next uh my beard balm. <laughs> little uh, little patch. Yeah. yeah. I got him a fake beard he can put around his ears and the eye patch. I think that might be my next marketing plan. Dude, that's a great idea. Tell the that's, tell that's, social services shows up. Exactly. Just I do need to get some to get rid of this, this, this action here. I'm gonna send you some. I'm I'm gonna send you some oil. I'm gonna send you some balm. And uh, but I but here's what you need to do though is you need to do it uh, like uh, like Jessly does when she gets stuff in the mail. You got to like put that shit on Insta. I will put it on the Insta. Yeah, do it. Make it. Make a badass video for it. My friend Coop is trying to get me to grow a beard like his. <laughs> Pow! Here's his beard, and then the, here's mine. It's like bum 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 bum. Yeah, you, Jesse, may want to give him some pointers on how those are done because you got that shit oh, down yeah. to a science, and that's just like boom, 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 Dude. boom. I got you. I'll make sure he's like totally uh, uh, Instagramming influencer queen for you. Yes, queen. <laughs> those are exactly the kind of guys I'm looking for. We did watch, we did watch like five seasons of Queer Eye during quarantine. Well, I like, I love seeing the house change. 
That's her favorite part is the house. <laughs> I just love those, like, when the house. I really do. Do you? Yeah. That's your favorite part? Not That's the, my favorite part of the whole Not thing. the emotional, physical transformation, but the house change is I the most important. Hey, to each- I love watching, like, flipped or flopped, things like that. I actually like that, too. I used to like uh, Chip and JoJo, the Chip and Joanna Gaines show. Yeah. Was that the TLC show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were on TLC. I can't remember. Wasn't that their name? Yes. Chip and JoJo? It was, um, oh, sorry, it was Waco, Texas. I forgot what the actual show was called, but yeah. Dude. I think they're still on. You want to watch a show that is going to blow your mind? Oh, yeah. This, this, is what, this is what we've been watching lately. Go watch Paranormal Caught on Tape. Oh, yeah. On TLC. Travel Channel. Woo! Yeah. Travel Channel. Woo! I can't go to the bathroom by myself at night anymore. Dude, that one with the with the school in Ireland, where like the the doors fly open and the chair goes flying down the hallway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Did you see the one where the guy was just taking a video of his home, his new home, and he's like, I don't know why the renters moved out of here, moved out of here so quickly, and why it's so cheap. It was like he was like paying like two hundred dollars a month for rent or something, and then like he's taking a video showing people their house after like all of a sudden like the first crazy thing was it was literally infested by maggots and then they left and then yeah. after the maggots he's walking around and he's like this is my new apartment and he's online on youtube and then while he's streaming behind him there's a shadow figure just laying in his bed just laying in his bed and i'm like ah <laughs> it's crazy. that's when she grabs my skin and like squeezes it and i have the the claw marks yeah it's all red <laughs> yeah yeah, I love it. So paranormal caught on video. That's going to be our. You know, I'm actually more. Is it? What? what? I can hear. Um... Are you Are you there, Coop? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yes. you, you lagged for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there was lag, I think, on both ends there. So, but we're back. You were straight frozen, bro. Like, I'm... like I. That's my stoic look. Exactly. <laughs> I, do, I try to have one of those. I just look confused. I do that when I'm trying to get off the uh, house party with my mom. I just stand still for like 10 seconds and don't make any noise. And then she's like, I've actually used that trick. I'm sorry. But every time I think of your stoic look, I think of like when you were a little heavier and you he posted a photo of himself and like everybody kept asking, asking if he was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. It, she thinks it's so funny that everybody, okay, so little <laughs> did you, well, you know, but like for people who are just watching, Jesse is an athlete. She's a super mm-hmm. athlete. She's a semi-pro tennis player, nationally qualified figure competitor. So when we got together, I was overweight. She was like, you're going to lose some weight. <laughs> I said, I, okay, you know. I'm not going to argue with you because she looks like this. And I was a fatty, fatty two by four. And so the problem was I literally, some reason my eyes were like little, they, they were like a little, a little like swollen or something. And so people would always be like, Oh, is your mom or dad Asian? And I'd be like, no, dude, I'm from North Carolina. Nobody, we don't have any. <laughs> We had a banner one time when, when I was in a band named Brother Virginia, which is me and my brother. Yeah, it was the stoic like look, B. My brother's looking all sexy, like on one side, and then there's me that's all like, 
you know, <laughs> made me look like just, it was, it was the weirdest thing. And people would be like, Oh, so you guys are half brothers. Cause you're Asian and he's <laughs> you know, this fat. I'm not Asian. I'm just, <laughs> There's oh, a difference. There's a difference. I just thought it was so funny. Cause you, I'll never forget it. He had this look and he's like, and he's like trying, he's working it, mm. everything, but his eyes were just so tiny, tiny. And like he posted and everyone's just like, wow, I didn't know you were Asian. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was the weirdest thing. Like <laughs> now I've got a, now I have a brand new stoic look and I look like the cover of a romance novel. Yes, you do. Yes. There's yeah. definitely, there's a Fabio vibe going on and. Oh, wait, watch this. I bet you I can show you. Hold on. Are you ready? Is this on Zoom? Watch this. Do you see it? Oh, Lord. You are. You're a romance <laughs> novel cover model. Did you light, you. Is that lighting or did you lighten your hair for that? That was, that was, no, that was nice. Light. It was lighting. The lighting was good. Professional yeah, lighting. Yeah, it was definitely good. It was actually a pro that took the picture and actually made me not look like. Oh. <laughs> made you look like you're from North Carolina. Exactly. <laughs> Where North Carolina? You ain't from around here. Oh. <laughs> no, I promise I am from around here. <laughs> no, really. Born and raised. I swear. Um, you you guys you guys are fantastic and um I'm so glad that during all of this crap that there's been so much good that has come out of uh, uh your camp and just the way you guys are doing things and I mean that, that those growth numbers, I mean that's that's so fantastic. That's Really having an, and you talked about the team, and having the Avengers uh, team together. I mean that nothing proves that more than all of the the good that's come out of what for some artists I'm sure is much more of a struggle than um, uh, than you guys have made it. But it's so awesome because you not only that you get the clothing line, you got new music. You're hanging out with Sam Hunt's guys, and you'd be like, "Hey, what's up with the new track?" And they're like, "We don't know." And then Country Fest. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. Dude, country it's be fun. Um, and you know, I appreciate that so much. Like I said, you know, it's it's been this constant um, adaptation of just like trying to. Why are you looking at me like that? I was just noticing how pretty <laughs> those eyelashes are. That's all right. Like, stoic. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing the stoic look. He's like, um, but yeah, no, it's just been you know a constant adapting to what's been going on, and I feel like no matter what's been thrown our way, we've always been able to find a way to come out of it and really thrive through it right now. And I'm, I'm pretty excited for what we've been able to do during this time, especially, especially as an indie. That's mm. just the, that's the biggest part. I mean, when I say indie, I mean, I'm with a small indie label, you know, and by choice and like, um, I'm really, really proud of what they're doing. And I think it's time that it's someone comes in and, and really can show what the indie label can do and how powerful it is and how you don't have to get yourself locked up in crazy deals that screw you screw your life and you know in right. longevity's sake so and just wait till you see the show we put together for country fest over this oh time my gosh. too yeah the amount of time that we had it's actually because of now because every year we just tweak my show a little bit mm -hmm. and we just change it up minor things and we um have this whole new part of the show because we had planned on next year's show being different. So with it being next year, it's going to be part of next year's show. And, um, there's just so much, like so much extra stuff that are, we've come up with, like, obviously, you know, with time you, 
with time invested in your craft, mm-hmm. you just get better and better. And our team has just gotten so creative with what the show's going to be. So I'm really excited. And I just noticed you have a Batman pin over your left shoulder oh, yeah, on does. your wall. I didn't notice that before when we were talking about Batman. But you have a Batman pin. Oh, yeah. Dude, I got. Yeah. I did. Want, want, want to watch this. <laughs> He's also sitting on Batman. <laughs> I was not expecting That's that. That's what I looked like when I was a fat guy with his eyes just like that. That was me. Was that not? It looks kind of like me. It's very similar. It's very Body similar. style and everything. You would have had a cape on and you would have had a suit on. Like, what happened to Batman? But, by the way, there's uh, no nipples on this bat suit. Just so, just so good, you know. Good. I mean, good, 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 good. good. <laughs> that is, like a idea. There's like a, a Lego Batman over there. There's, yeah, there's the, the, the craziest thing about like living on my own again for the first time in a very long time, like me decorating it. I mean, it's still like, there's, there's nice stuff and you know, it, it it's well decorated, but like all of a sudden you see like a Batman pillow. Like, right. ran, like randomly or, or R2-D2, they have an R2-D2 and we have a BB-8 and it's just like strategically pay, placed. It all kind of fits the, like, oh, it's a really nice couch and all the TV on the wall and, da, 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 and fucking BB-8 in the corner. Like, oh. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you, do you remember where you procured said Batman pillow? Like, do you remember the time and date that you got him and you were like, dude, this is a good idea. I'm going to buy this for my house. Time I, and date? I don't know about time. No, you know how like you, you say, man, I found this couch. Yeah, it's like he logs beautiful. He logs every purchases, time just, and date. As soon as he makes it, he's like two forty seven Thursday. You see what she June. does? You see what she does here? I bought a Batman pillow. No, I'm just saying, like, what <laughs> you have nice stuff around the house and you're like, dude, this Batman pillow, this goes with my couch. This will tie the room together. This will tie the room yes, together. The dude, the dude abides. It will tie the room that's, together. That's what I was getting at. And then Jesse made fun of me. I think actually the pillow was a purchase I made eons ago and I was located in a tote somewhere. And I was, as I moved, I was like, here's where all my cool shit went. Like, awesome. It finally gets to come out of storage and like be for breezed and put on display. There you go. That's always Come on, was it the, Was it the lady that didn't want it out? Didn't go with the motif. That's poor Steve. <laughs> now, uh, I know, now I know how you feel. <laughs> I, I have a lightsaber in the closet. Hey. He does. See? That's where it should be for safekeeping because you never, you know. It's a really nice, like a, the, the one of the guys who built the hilts for Star Wars actually made it. It's like legit, and she doesn't want to display it. No. Hey, it's better Again, than it's, it's better than having to rent a storage unit for your cool stuff. That's true. That's true. At least it's in the closet. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff was just crazy, and I was like, "There's no need for this," but I was like, "Pick out your favorite stuff, keep it." We'll, you know, we'll, you can have a whole. Once we get our bigger place, you can have a whole room to Time yourself, out. just not here. Time out. <laughs> What was the favorite stuff I got to keep out? Yeah, to keep. Insinuating she's going to let me keep it out. No, to keep in general. Not not out, not 
amongst no, the nice I things. Coop knows. What did I just say, Coop? You can keep it. Yeah, and then when we get the bigger house, yes, the bigger house, then you can have your own. Man and you can hole. have your own space for all your knickknacks. Ooh, they're knickknacks <laughs> now. <laughs> knickknacks. Dude. Yes. Very manly. That, they're knickknacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to hang my knickknacks. They're called figurines, <laughs> Mom. They're called figurines. They're action figures, okay? <laughs> I don't have any action figures anymore. Yeah, I don't either. I can't. I tried to collect them when the new Star Wars movies came out because I had this like, like this like toy lust from when I was a child, realizing that Boba Fett was worth like four thousand mm-hmm. dollars in the package. And then I realized that everybody had the same idea as me, and they really weren't worth anything. <laughs> and so I had like two hundred new Star, and I just gave them all to my son. Yeah. And now they're all open and. Oddly enough, the Princess Leia, Slave Leia, is missing. I don't know where she went. Mm. <laughs> mm. The one in the bikini? Yeah, I got you. I'm picking up what you're laying down. It's true. I didn't do anything with her. No, I. my no. son or something. I don't oh, know. your son hit her. He's in a, oh, I, in a special I place. Somewhere. I'm like, I don't care about Slave he's, Leia. He's got a special <laughs> place for her. Uh, Jess Lee, Steve Virginia, my faves. Thank you guys for the hang and the conversation and, and the just the awesomeness that you guys keep on going down there during all this stuff. It's uh, it's inspiring. And, and hopefully the things that you're, you guys are doing inspire other artists to kind of take care or take uh, take hold of their own, you know, yeah. control their own stuff. Yeah. You can do it. Thank Everything's you. at your fingertips nowadays. So I am I implore everybody to think about that. We appreciate you. We appreciate you and your friendship and, and just be, you bringing us on here and, you know, sharing us on your platform. And, um, you know, we're just really, really excited for everything. So, and we can't wait to finally see you. Yeah. In real life. In real life. <gasps> really excited about country fest. I know. And then yeah. I think, yeah, I think every, everybody's looking you know, forward to it. Yeah. You obviously know if you ever come to Nashville before then we're all going to have to go do something, but, um, if not, then, 2021 Country Fest, it is. Well, he's going to be living here in 2021. Oh, yeah. I keep before forgetting. Before Country Fest. Before happens. Country Fest? That's, You're moving? That's the plan. Cool. Well, just keep us posted. So, <laughs> Mount Juliet, we might be neighbors. I know. You're giving me uh, different residences to uh, or different neighborhoods and school districts to check out, which I appreciate. There that's a good one. That's a it, good yeah, one. it's a good spot. Yeah. You'll like it. There are there are also some some preliminary talks about a visit to Nashville prior to uh the move so several actually good excellent well, i'm man. excited i'm excited for you thank you again for having us on here and um we're actually literally getting off this and then i have to go record a bunch of content because we're dropping a special version of tom petty free Fallen tomorrow so that's awesome um, well, i'm excited so we're gonna get that done and then um yeah and then we're just gonna try to take the night, the rest of the night off because we've been crazy busy this week. So, right. but you know what that Perfect. means? Steve's pants are going bye bye. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's lucky I was wearing pants since I had to stand up and go to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I am thankful. I am not only thankful for the conversation, but for that. So right. is all of Twitch <laughs> and the rest of social media. Yes. Thank you guys. Take care of one another. Um, I know you guys will kill it, and uh, I can't wait to see you beforehand and at Country Fest and. 
and we'll be in touch. We'll probably jump on one of these again. I'm sure there'll be more big things coming from the Just League camp before uh, before too long. Excited. Yeah, let's do it for sure, bro. That'll be lots of fun. Thank you for everything, Coop. Thank you, buddy. Awesome, we'll guys. talk to you soon. Much love. Much love. Bye. Later. Bye.